morning, I think. Are we live? Yes, we are now live, I believe. Brilliant. So good morning. Let me know if you are watching, if you're coming in, say hi. Um, we have just finished our morning session. So we had a more muscle strengthening and cardio workout at 6.15am. This was then followed by yoga with Bindu, which was really nice, like a flow style bit of meditation at the end. Morning, Charlie. Morning, Caroline. And um, yeah, they kind of supplemented each other really well. But something I wanted to talk about today is what no one really talks about when it comes to change. Give me a hi. Let me know you're watching. Um, what no one really talks about when it comes to change. So, for example, like I always describe it when um, we had kids. So first, initially, when you bring home a baby, it's like, no one can really prepare you for what actually happens, you know, like you're you're waiting for this moment and then it's almost like the moment comes and it's like, wow, this is amazing. And then you come home and you're like, oh, well, now we've actually got to deal with this. And it's not like, you know, a lot of things in life before that, you just think, you know, I'll get through this and then it's done. <laughs> but like, you know, whether that's job, work, study, whatever. But when it comes to kids, it's like, wow, we're going to have to, this is, this is, they didn't warn us about this. Morning, Pat. And, um, you, you know, no matter how hard it is sometimes, how tired you get, how much the sleepless nights impact you, how much that feeling when your head hits the pillow, your eyes start to drift off and then you're woken up. And even, that's even me and I, and I can sleep through lots of crying compared to Mrs. Frucci. But anyway, even that, no matter how hard it is, it's amazing that we just get through it. Right. We just because we know it won't last forever. We know that it's a precious time. It's a special moment, a miracle, really. But we know it won't last forever. And it's amazing what we do, that level of commitment. If you think back to that. And the reason I bring this up is if you think about that level of commitment and then I can describe now many times I can count how many times some people would say to me, despite having, you know, good jobs, good careers, whether kids or not, whatever, like many aspects of in life, they'll still say, you know what, I'm just a bit lazy. I'm lazy. I should be doing more. I want to lose weight faster. I feel like I should be doing more faster. And it's crazy when you think about other areas where you've shown that level of commitment and yet you're still calling yourself lazy. And that, that language is really, really, really quite powerful in terms of how it dictates our next step, our next behavior. So what I want to talk about is something that I've touched on briefly quite a lot, which is the emotional cycles of change that we go through. So if you think about when we start something, we have this uninformed optimism. This is stage one. So we, we have this like when you start something, you're excited. We don't really think about any of the negatives around that. We, we're just kind of very much, you know, I'm going to do this. This is this different this time, which is really good. But where it's so uninformed, like literally maybe one week, two weeks in, maybe we've been following something we were told to do so religiously that now we resent it. You know, we don't like being told what to do to an extent. And then that informed pessimism comes in. Maybe you're, you're starting to think, you know what, this is harder than I thought. You know, the honeymoon period goes off. You know, I'm not sure I can do this. But like when you have kids and you're like, wow, I'm so tired. When does this end? Um not not meaning to sound like that, but, you know, you're so tired sometimes that you're like, you know, this is really hard. Then that you go into the, the pit of despair. This is stage three, which is, 
you're feeling low and then you're looking for that next shiny object. So think of it as a diet point of view. A lot of people will start something, do well, you know, a few weeks later, this is when it really starts to hit in. It, you know, life takes over, stuff starts coming in and we, we feel low and we look for something else. We look for something else that kind of provides us with this uninformed optimism again. And this is not talked about enough because this is the key part. We either go back to stage one or we look at this from a point of view as, you know, describe it like kids, I guess. Can I get through this part no matter how hard it is? Even if even if I don't get the results that I intended, I just keep going because it's easier to keep going than it is to start again, start again. Because you're having to do stage one and two again, that's exhausting. That's taking energy. So when you think about it, can I get through this? And that's, this is otherwise it's kind of that yo-yo cycle mentally and physically. Because if we can make it through that, maybe we accept that it's not going to be as quick as I wanted. But actually, if you think about it, if we give up because the results aren't quick enough, technically we're going to be slowed down because we're not going to get there as fast because we've given up and gone back to the start. I know it sounds really weird and sounds obvious, but if you think how many times we do it with stuff, and I've done lots of stuff before, but it's actually quicker to keep going even if your results are slow, even if you lose a centimetre here and there. But especially if you've got more tools in the toolbox. This is something I touched on yesterday. I had a message from Leslie, one of the ladies, and she said, like, I've lost a few centimetres here, a few pounds there. But I can still do this, this, this and this. I'm still not doing this. And I said, that's kind of the sweet spot. Getting, you know, slow results, if you like. But results, you know, over a year, that's significant. But actually, you've still got tools in the toolbox. You're not exhausted every tool. Because the moment you exhaust every tool, that's fine. There's a time and place for that. If you're ready for it, if your life's in the right place, your head's in the right space, go for it. A, you know, I do it sometimes. So I really hit it hard. Sometimes I'm happier, but just being content with going, you know what, where I am right now, I'm going to accept this because it's not that hard or you're kind of enjoying probably the key in getting through that stage three, four to get to that informed optimism. And this is where we come out the other way. So we're, we're thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm self-aware. I know where I am right now. I know that I may not get as fast results as I did when I was 20, 30, whatever, I've got a different lifestyle now. My social life is important to me, whatever it is. And I'm not willing to actually give that up because sometimes we expect to give up our social life or we're thinking, oh, I need to give up this, this, this and this. Then that makes us think, you know, what's the actual point? Because we're going to be annoyed anyway. You're annoyed if you give up your social life. You're annoyed if you don't lose the weight. So either way, you're going to be annoyed. So it's kind of thinking about, okay, where I'm actually at right now and, and scoring yourself here of, of, and kind of just reflecting on where we are. Otherwise, we're setting this setting this goal that is just based on a illusion almost, like something that's this perfectionist place where we assume if we get there, there'll be no problems. But we don't know that. We assume that. But however, if you lost two stone in the next six weeks, we assume that that's a good thing. But we forget that what you have to do to get there, how you'll feel then. Will you rebound? Will you are you in the place where you've done something that isn't sustainable? Where you're just waiting to hit that two star stone mark? And if that's the case, then it's like, well, actually, was that the best thing I needed right then? It could be, but it could not be. So then we get on to stage five where new habits are forming. You get a real reward in that sense of achievement. And that's when you get through and, and slow habits and actually just know that. This whole journey, changing anything is hard. If you think about it, 
a lot of our habits, snacking, eating, are stemmed from when we we're a kid. Like, you know, Italian background, I would always be given like huge portions of meals. And I guess that's why now, potentially, I can, I like to feel really full at a meal. Like, compared to Mrs. Frucci, she can literally just have a bit and then go, you know, I'm full up now. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's impressive. So what I serve, I pretty much eat. So key for me is eating probably less frequently, but when I do eat, you know, eating, so I feel satisfied. Anyway, I hope that just kind of gives you, kind of just stops and thinks, a bit of self-awareness about when you are making a change, that one, it is hard, two, just consider where you are on that stage. Do you, is there a stage where the, it hits you a bit? Do you keep going back to stage one? And it's something I'm going to touch on in a bit more detail. Next week, I'm doing a free seven-day kickstart just to help people get in a bit of a positive frame of mind. This is for a small group, local ladies. This will be for ladies over 40. Just to get into positive frame of mind, drop a few pounds, make nutrition really simple, few exercise sessions just to get started, and just make it really simple to move from A to B and actually give you an insight into, you know what, change looking at it differently from a seven day drop X amount in X days. Actually, I want habit change. I want lifestyle change and looking at the things that we can put in place for that. If you want more information on that, comment below, let me know, or just send me a message and I can get you the details on that. We start on Monday, but I'll open up the group for that on Saturday. Ali said, thanks. Definitely in stage three, hanging on by fingernails. Yeah. So you've got to think then, is what you know? if I hang on by my fingernails in there, if I can get through that, that's actually going to be a lot less exhausting than going back to stage one when you look at it like that. So I hope that helps. Any questions at all, just let me know. If that makes sense, give me a yes. But hopefully that's just raised a bit of self-awareness. And I always heard that saying before. It's if you want a different answer, ask a better question. And I think it's a good thing to do sometimes just to reflect on where we are because we're so go, go, go. We sometimes forget where we are right now and then our expectations are built on an illusion because we don't know where we are right now and that is something i'll be going over next week again in a bit more detail over the seven days real clear structure of the plan if you want more information um give me a comment below and i'll send that it's a free seven day kickstart that we're doing next week hope that helps any questions let me know and have a great day another sunny day check that out speak soon